This is gonna be a really weird disclaimer, but I just watched episode 10 of Doom at Your Service and I cried a lot, so my voice is kind of eh, not normal, kind of crappy, a little raspy, kind of. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, that's the disclaimer, so let's roll the intro. <laughs> Three weeks later. Hello, hello, and welcome to Zero O'Clock with Trish. This is officially the podcast version of my brain. <laughs> and I almost forgot my intro. I swear I just had a mini freak down in my brain thinking of the next one. <laughs> but I'm finally back after three weeks of no episodes. Uni was very tiring and just hell in general. <laughs> But it's finally my summer break, so hopefully I can post a lot more often. And if you are new to the pod, bonjour, hola, ni hao, konnichiwa, annyeong. Hello, and welcome to Zero O'Clock with Trish. I'm the multilingual early bird who loves to talk about anything and everything. <laughs> and with that said, let's go! Freshman year. Can you feel the periods in between and after those two words? (laughs) But yeah, I just finished my freshman year, and so I'm on summer break. And of course, the first thing I thought of after my finals is my podcast. Because I was gone for three weeks, because I had to study for finals and tests and do a lot of projects. And I think I've mentioned it already in my last episode, but I'm the leader in a lot of projects, which meant I had to keep an eye on the progress of those projects, be mindful of the different deadlines, also answer some questions that my roommates ask about their parts, and all of that. It was very tiring, but that was, you know, that's what happens in uni. (laughs) I don't know why I'm suddenly stuttering, but okay. And also, I already made a different episode I think it was the fifth one, if I remember correctly, but in that episode, I talked about some of my confessions with my experience as a freshman in quarantine, and if you have not listened to that episode, you should definitely listen to it. (laughs) So yeah, this episode will be kind of a sequel to that episode, and to be honest, I have lots of friends who are a grade younger than me who are entering college in the coming academic year, And they were asking me about tips and things that they should look out for. So, yeah. This episode is kind of inspired by them, I guess. Is inspired the right word? Not sure. But anyway, (laughs) this episode will probably be a little messy in the flow because I have not prepared anything. So this is just coming off the top of my head. So let's start, I guess. (laughs) Okay, never mind. I just got back because I quickly listened to the fifth episode again to just get a good outline of what I should say because I actually want this episode to be helpful and not just, you know, listening to me get off track a million times. So I kind of just got the general idea of what I'd say, so I'll tell you now. (laughs) So the first one you should know is to, of course, put yourself out there. Definitely sounds cliche because I'm sure you've heard it a few times at some point in your life and some of you will say it's easier said than done and I'm not going to lie, yes, it's hard. I think I've established this in my past episodes but I am an introvert so I definitely understand how taxing it can be 
And I also find it difficult to put myself out there and freely and comfortably engage with strangers. But I think with the online setup, it became a lot easier for me. Because, of course, I'm at home, I'm in a comfortable place, and I'm facing a screen. So I think it was a lot easier for me to engage with people and join different organizations because instead of putting all of my energy into thinking about what to say and what to do when I approach them, I just simply type it down. But of course, regardless, the online setup made it easier. As an introvert, I still found it very hard to be open to trying new things. So I think the best advice I could give here is to take your time. Don't rush yourself or force yourself into situations you are not ready for. For me, it took a lot of mini professional conversations with my best friend before we became close and started talking about non-academic stuff. It takes a while to build up that courage and it's okay to take it one step at a time. And with clubs and organizations, I initially thought that I would never join one because I'm just that type of person who never engages in a lot of activities because I have a lot of personal hobbies that I enjoy a lot but is not an organization in our uni, I guess. So I initially steered clear from that, but eventually I saw some of my former batchmates in some of these organizations and my best friend was also joining, so I thought to myself to try and join as well. Although I'm not the most active in those organizations, I really like the events that centered around bonding with one another because I think, you know, with the whole quarantine and online classes, it's really hard not to feel alone and isolated. So I love that they actually center events around that because it really helps to take the stress away and just relax with people, you know? And the second one that you need to know is kind of connected to the whole discovering yourself thing in the first one, but finding your balance and techniques. I don't know how to properly put it into a name, but I'll just try to explain it as best as I can. <laughs> so during the first few weeks of college, it got very stressful for me because I already adopted and developed my own learning style and system in high school that was very effective for me, so I thought to also apply it in university and it was not effective at all. There were some that were effective, but with uni, it just became impossible for me to continue with it. So for the first few months, I took the time to really understand myself and what works best for me, especially with my learning style because it's so important to really find out what specific style or learning style is the most effective for you. Because like with me, with my major psychology, I find it more effective to type down reviewers or summaries of lessons because I feel like I'm like, you know, studying because I'm typing it down and at the same time I'm summarizing it already. So I get to learn more, I get to learn a little bit faster. And another thing is I find it easier for me to study a day before the exam because it helps me to grasp the information a lot better since it's more fresh in my brain. I find it also easier to actually understand rather than memorizing and also studying with my best friend because it helps me to stay on track with the scheduling and keeping myself disciplined with studies. And you know what? Probably 90% of those learning techniques were things I never did in my previous learning style, but I find it very effective with me and it helps me to understand and perform better in my academics. Because I could really see the difference between my grades when I was still kind of forcing my old style and the new one right now. But you know, it really just depends on everyone, I guess. 
your old style may still be effective in uni for you. So really, it's just finding what works best for you. And of course, with the whole balance thing, of course, you have to find time for yourself away from academics. It's so important. I don't think I can stress that enough. I even remember times that I'd get so depressed after tests and projects because I didn't have time for myself at all. And if you're an introvert like me, you cherish your me time a lot because you feel like it's the only way you can relax and really find some peace of mind in that alone time. And my hobbies help me to stay sane and just feel normal and feel my happier self, if that makes sense. So it was really frustrating that I couldn't have time for myself. I always had to talk to other people and do projects and prepare for tests. But around the second term, I was able to manage my time well with studies and giving time for myself to relax and do whatever hobbies I wanted. (laughs) And with my podcast, some people would feel like this is work or extra workload for me. But really, it's not. It not only helps me to stay sane, it also helps me to really manage my time well. Because I genuinely love recording episodes because it helps me to deal with my stress creatively and healthier. And just hearing other people give me random messages about how they're so excited for the next episode and how good the episode was. Or how they didn't feel lonely when listening to my podcast while doing something. It really motivates me to put my heart on this podcast. So in turn, just me casually ignoring that I got off track for a second (laughs) but it helps me to really manage my time well to give time for my studies and projects without losing quality or motivation to do them while giving sufficient time for me to relax as well and advice on this one is probably the same thing as the last one you don't get it on your first try you don't manage your time perfectly on the first day you're bound to experience some things because of not being able to manage your time well and that's okay Just really take your time and observe yourself and what works best for you. And this one may be very general and cliche, but it's about food. (laughs) Whether it's eating less or eating more, a lot of changes happen in the way you eat and how food intake affects your studies as well. I'm not even sure if there's any advice at the end of this one, but you should definitely be on the lookout for changes on food intake when you get to uni. Because before... I didn't eat that heavily during the first semester because I wouldn't feel hungry at all or I'm not easily hungered, if that makes sense. Is that even a thing? But yeah. Anyway, but just know this. If it's 7 o'clock in the morning and you're going to take a test and you woke up and did not drink water or eat any food, it's not gonna come out good. And I saw how it affected me and my performance, so I made it a point to eat more regularly because I have a very abnormal eating schedule when I was just in quarantine and I had no classes yet. So I made it a point to drink a lot of water and to eat enough for my brain to work and digest whatever information I needed to digest. And it's actually even a tip from my neuroanatomy professor. She said that since our brain is 70 or 73% water, So for our brains to work, we must drink lots of water. And drinking lots of water has surely more benefits than just proper brain function. And around the second term, I was eating still regularly. But around April, that was my two-week break here as well because I wasn't feeling well. It was not COVID. 
I was just feeling a lot of anxiety from different things and it was having a massive effect on my body, so I needed to fully rest. And I did, but since then, I started eating a lot more and I barely exercised because there were so many projects and tests that were happening all at once. So stress eating is going to be a thing when you get to college. But like I said, proper time management is key. Whether it's for doing extracurriculars or personal leisure time or for exercising. It's the key, honestly, to all of this. <laughs> and another cliche, but expect a large increase in stress levels. Not only was adjusting to online school, online school, online classes difficult for me, but knowing that I didn't have a proper closure or ending to my high school life and I didn't have a proper welcome to university life, it was very difficult for me to adjust during the first few weeks of university. And also, if you're anything like me, the stress of being or wanting to be number one or the top of your class I've been consistently ranking first in my class before in the in my high school, I guess. And it was a very stressful period for me that I couldn't do the same in university. And generally, I'm very competitive when it comes to academics, so it was very stressful for me. And also expect that stress doesn't only come from online classes, grades, and transition. It can even come from the workload being given, your responsibilities at home, or even from professors that you may or may not like. I've experienced that probably for the most part of my freshman year. The workload is not difficult to accomplish, but it's more of it's so many things to do all at once in a very short period of time. Like different subjects would throw three paper works due in one day and two presentations in the same day. Or sometimes they would even just announce the day before that you would have to give a very comprehensive presentation about a lesson the very next day. So it was like an overload of tasks. And I'm not even going to lie, but stress from professors can happen because, of course, not everyone can impress everyone and make everyone happy. And sometimes it's professors. A lot of times you'd get frustrated at them because of the way they discuss or give tasks or handle certain things. It really happens, which leads me to the advice or next thing you need to know in college is a solid support system. With every change that I just mentioned, you will definitely need a support system. And it's not just limited to your family. Support systems can range from friends to blockmates to counselors or professors. And I think one of the reasons why it's so helpful to have a solid support system is that so many college students experience a lot of mental struggles when it comes to college and if not dealt with properly, it could result in a lot of bad things that could affect your mental health or even your academic performance. For me, I have a really good support system. I have my best friend, my entire block, and I have some professors that even my blockmates also trust. And it really helps when it comes to stressful situations like this one time, I failed a test and I cried. I'm someone who is, again, very academically competitive, so to have an average or low grade, I guess, during the first term was a real shock to me, and it took a huge toll on my health, or not health, but on my mental health. And I was comforted by my best friend because she is also someone who is academically competitive. She's also ranked number one in her previous school years as well. We both have the same study habits and all that, so I came to her because 
I know she understands how I'm feeling. Other people would tell me I'm crazy or I'm overreacting and all that, but to her, she gets it. She understands why things like this hurt, why things like this take a toll on me, and that's what you need. You need people around you who understand you because, believe it or not, stressful situations can happen consecutively. Me and my best friend would call it hell week, if that makes sense. That, you know, every day there's a deadline or a presentation or a test. And it could really take a toll on your mental health. I'm sure I've called my best friend or she has called me before saying that we couldn't do it anymore or we're tired and we wanted to give up. We were there for each other. We laughed and cried with each other because you need that. You need to have that support system because it will really help you survive college. And again, it may not just be your family and friends. It can be counselors, teachers, or professors that you trust. I hope this episode wasn't too long and I hope you understood everything despite my very crappy voice right now. But I hope my very happily, happily, happy, giggly personality shines through all that. (laughs) I swear that drama is my new favorite, so if you haven't watched it, just watch it. It's so good and, you know, prepare to choose. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it was truly helpful to anyone who is about to get into college and to anyone who isn't. Maybe you can apply this to your work or maybe life in general. I mean, stress is everywhere, right? (laughs) And if you're like any of my friends who like listening to me while studying or doing something else, you can go check out and listen to my other episodes if you need more company. And I'm always here for you, whoever you are and wherever you are, I'm always here. And I just wanted to say to anyone who listens consistently, thank you so much for listening to every episode and sending me messages about it. I'm even surprised to hear I was part of someone's family dinner. So if you are eating breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or just a snack, I hope you eat well and stay hydrated and healthy and hopefully at home. And I want to say thank you very much. And I hope you have a good day or night. Till next time. Bye.